0: GM Tonight, here are Nick Aschew, Trista Crick, and Ryan Horvath on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Just
1: Ryan and Nick tonight, you know, it it is, we live in this world now where we, look, everything is instant reaction. Some of it's good, most of it's bad. There's a lot of idiots out there on social media, as we've learned over the years. Uh, But there's so much of you live in the moment. And when LeBron James has a bad series or a bad game, everybody uses that and does the comparison to Michael Jordan because it's the endless narrative that's never going to stop, but we forget Michael Jordan's failures. LeBron in the fourth quarters and the way that he's been shooting has been horrendous in the playoffs. Yeah. He's been bad in the fourth quarter against Denver alone, but he's also changed his game. We're watching him go out there and get you 22, 10 rebounds and 5 assists. Or it's like he's not the same player that he used to be. He's letting Anthony Davis take over. But people hone in on that, and they forget exactly what you brought up. Michael Jordan has had bad—this is, this is a shock. Let me—I'm going to say this. All right, everybody. This, you, you, may not, you may not believe this. Michael Jordan has had bad playoff games before. Yeah. Okay? I know it's a shock. It's true.
0: Everybody does. He has. Yeah. I mean, it's just how it goes, man. And that's the thing. Like, LeBron also—it's his 20th season. He's 38 years old. He's played, like, five full seasons just in the playoffs. And also, like, we're overreacting. They haven't even went back to Los Angeles for game three yet. They could easily go back to Los Angeles. I don't think it's going to happen. I do think they probably take game three. I really like them in the first half. Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to lay the full five and a half. Um, But that's the thing. Like, the series isn't even over, and everybody's overreacting to the three-point shooting or how he's played in the fourth quarter of these games. But somebody else has to step up, man. Like, he's got them this far. Let's look at it like that. I mean, I know Anthony Davis staying healthy is a big reason why the Lakers are still playing basketball right now. But... LeBron's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to ever do it. And anytime he fails, everybody's just so quick to jump to social media or on these debate shows and just throw him under the bus. And I'm always going to be Team MJ, Team MJ till I die, but I just think that this is absolute insanity. But you're also,
1: like, logical about it, you well, know? Yeah,
0: cause he's because he's great, because he's one of the greatest. Again, if he's not the greatest player, he's definitely top three. Top you don't blindly
1: push LeBron out of the conversation,
0: though, either. No. Which, no, like, most can't. people don't do that. You can't do that. I mean, he's... 38 years old, like, he's my age. I have arthritis in my hip and can barely get get out of bed in the morning. I watched you limping back in the studio a minute ago. Now, I mean, there were some bad moments last night, him going up for that dunk and losing the handle. That was really bad. But also, like, there's been some awesome moments again this season, like when Dylan Brooks pissed him off in that series, and he's, like, taken off pretty much from the free-throw line, or going out there. He can still do whatever he wants to do. He just, uh... I think they got to get back to Los Angeles. I also called that last night. I said, the altitude <laughs> in the third quarter, mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, when we get late in these games. They're getting gas. He's old, man. That's like. I, I just. I find it weird that everybody on the debate shows or on social media rushes to rip LeBron when Anthony Davis last night was brutal. And he's the guy that's, you know, in his early 30s here. He's the guy that should be the go to guy in the fourth quarter of these games. Not LeBron. LeBron's more like a facilitator. He can't. He shouldn't be the one that has to take over these games late. That's Anthony Davis's role, and he wasn't very good. But he may have
1: to. I mean, it's a point where there's a certain point where LeBron may just have to say, "You know what? I got to do this." If if Anthony Davis isn't cooking, game one he had 40. Okay, like let it give him the ball. Yeah. But if he's not, it's got to be LeBron. Like that's the point.
0: Also, let's look at it like this, man. I know that they made the right moves at the deadline. This team really doesn't have any business being in the conference finals. Yes, LeBron is still LeBron. I mean, he's still great, uh, but he's old. Anthony Davis is not 24 years old anymore. He's been great, but like look at the role players. They were good enough to get here, but at the end of the day, man, like D'Angelo Russell, you know, some of these guys, Rui. Denver's just too good. And for some reason, we've been sleeping on that all season long. They've been the number one seed in the West pretty much all season long. And they just they're too talented right now. Jokic is the best player in the world. We want to make the case for everybody every year other than him. He's proven it in the playoffs this year. He's he the just best he doesn't look the part. Jamal Murray not used to it. Like you know, Los Angeles, the Lakers don't have a Jamal Murray, a shot creator that could go out there and just drop forty when he wants or take over and close the game in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., Denver's younger, they're quicker, they're just better right now. But you can't rip LeBron for like this is what we do every year when he gets to the finals and they don't win it. It's like we bring up the finals record. I would rather go to the finals every single year, even if you're not going to win it. be a perfect 6-0. Let's
1: also remember that LeBron was going up against one of the greatest teams ever in the Warriors. Jordan was on the greatest teams. And go back and watch those Jazz teams. Go back and watch those NBA Finals. They scored 58 points and 64 points in two playoff games, and one of them was a Finals game in the same season. So pump the brakes on that comparison, unless you're given the full package there. But here's the thing. The Nuggets, like everybody's finally starting to see how good this Nuggets team is. And look, us included, we, we both sat here and went... I can see how they can be, but I haven't seen them do it yet. Yeah. Which is usually the reservation that we have for any team that hasn't taken that next leap yet. But they didn't take that. I would really say they probably didn't take that next leap because they didn't have a healthy team. I mean, they made the conference finals in 2020 in the bubble, which shows you that wasn't a fluke. But Denver's got everything a contender needs. And that's why this is, to me, this is more than just this season for the nuggets. You've got a dominant MVP with a unique skill set. We've never seen anything like Nikola Jokic. We talk about unicorns and think of Kristaps Porzingis and that kind of started the nickname. The real unicorn right now is Nikola Jokic. Yeah. He's a point guard in a center's body with a man bod. Yeah. And he's still a dad bod and he's doing just fine. And you have a scorer that can heat up and create his own shot in Jamal Murray, like you said. you got a 3-and-D guy in KCP. you got a stretch 4 in Michael Porter Jr. You got Aaron Gordon who can go out and defend. He can go and protect the rim. Yeah. He can go ahead and get you buckets if he needs to. You even have that energy guy off the bench in Bruce Brown who's going to go out and get, you know, if you need, you can get some points. from. Like, they've got everything you could ask for for a team. It's not just about the Denver Nuggets winning the NBA Finals this year. It's about how many titles this team could potentially win over the next five years.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree, man, because you look at the ages of these guys, too. Like, Jamal Murray's only 26 years old, and we forget that because he missed two pretty much full seasons with a knee injury. Jokic is only 28 years old. I mean, he's already—he could have won the MVP for a third straight season. He probably should have, but he's a two-time MVP, and he's only 28. Michael Porter Jr., even with all those injuries when he was coming into the league, is still only 24 I mean, this is a really young team still. Jokic is only 28 years old. Like, they could be around for the next four or five years. And what other team, like, we were talking about this in the West last night, you know, when Trista was talking about the Blazers. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, OKC is still really young. The Pelicans, if they were able to actually stay healthy for an entire season and you had Zion and you had Brandon Ingram and you had CJ McCollum and that whole roster together, I think they'd be really good. But, man, like... Yeah, the Nuggets could be around for the next four, five, six years even. The Warriors are probably either going to have to rebuild, blow that thing up, or they're going to struggle for a couple years in basketball hell because, you know, Clay's not Clay anymore. We'll see what happens with Draymond, but he's not Draymond like of old. Steph's going to be great for a couple more years. He's still going to be Steph, but they just don't have enough, man. And I don't think they're going to get away from Jordan Poole because I don't know if anybody else is going to want to eat even half of that deal. I, I don't know. to be honest. I
1: could see a desperate team like Although, the Hornets or something. Okay. We want just a guy that's going to go get us buckets. Although if
0: the Rockets are going to commit to James Harden for the next four to five years for whatever <laughs> reason, then maybe he does have, you know, maybe you can move him. But yeah, like if I had to pick, if I had to buy stock in a, in a team, like that's a good segment right there. If you're buying stock in any team in the West for the next five to six years, my answer would probably be the Nuggets or the Thunder. All right, what would be what would be your top three teams then? <laughs> probably the Pelicans, but that's a big question mark mm-hmm. because I need Zion to actually stay healthy. But we forget how great he is when he is healthy. He was an all-star starter. He was yep. giving you 26 points per game. He could rebound. He's not a great defender. You could put him in pick and rolls. But in the playoffs, you could figure out what to do there. Um, Pelicans, Thunder, Nuggets. Nuggets, okay. Nuggets number one, though, because... Like, they've been to the conference finals. I know it was the bubble year, but it was the last time Jamal Murray was actually healthy. Jokic is the best player on the planet that isn't named. You could go Giannis, you could go Jokic, but they're the two best players on the planet right now. On the planet right now. Um, and then OKC just because of what they could be. We don't know what Chet is yet. Uh Shea's awesome. And I like Josh Giddy a lot, so much that I'm gonna play him most improved player whenever that market comes up. So I think that, for me, would be the top three. What about you?
1: Buying stock in a team means you have to think about the future. Yeah. What the future growth can be for that team. Yeah. Denver would be absolutely on that list because yeah. of where they are now, but that may have a shorter window, but you're getting more of the return right now. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City, I'm right there with you. You don't know what Chet's going to be, but I think there's certainly a chance that he could be very good. You just don't want him to get hurt. He's real skinny, but so what? He's not going to bang around in the post anyway. He's going to go outside. Uh, Shea Gilgis alexander you keep him around with Josh Giddy. My God, that team is good. Let's also not forget Jalen Williams, who nobody talks about, was se- yeah. second in, in rookie of the year voting, really came on at the end of the year. But I got a different third team than you because the problem with the Pelicans to me is that I don't know if Zion can ever play more than 50 games in a season consistently. Yeah, 50 is fair. I just want 50. Yeah, that's, And this was my yeah. worry with him when he got to Duke. There's no other player in the history of basketball, as far as we've seen, that's had a shoe explode on them because they're so big and powerful. Right. And all that pressure is going on to his feet and his knees and his all of his joints. And he's big. And that's what concerns me. We've seen the difference of where the Pelicans are with him and when they're without him the third team I'd buy stock in in the West, San Antonio Spurs, Victor Wemenyama, Yeah, You got, you got Devin Vassell there. You've got a couple of other just good young players. If you had two guys average over 18 points a game for that team last year, nobody knew about it. Cause they were really trying to lose games, desperately trying, but yeah. now they have Victor Weminyama, which is going to make them San Antonio is not a big market but there's going to be players that say, I want to go play with that generational player. It's going to happen, and they're going to get some free agents. They're going to make some moves this offseason. They're not about tanking anymore. The Spurs in the next five years could legitimately win another title if they manage this thing right. They've done it before.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you know what? That should probably actually be my number one or my number two just because it's a good organization, and that's what it comes down to. But OKC, okay, you know, they've, they're, not, they're a really good organization too. Even when mm-hmm. they had to rebuild, you know, they knew when it was time that they had to move on from Russ, and, you know, even – like the last couple of years, they've went into full rebuild mold, mode and they're not going to win many games, but you know, it's still a decent product. I'm with you on the Spurs though, just because even when pop does go, I think they're going to make the, make the right decision on who to replace him with. You know, it's maybe, not like pop, maybe Steve but, Kerr. Yeah. I could see that played happening. there, you know? Yeah. I could see that happening. Maybe it's Mike Budenholzer. I mean, I don't know. He, he was on. He was from the Pop Tree hey, as if well. If it doesn't
1: work out in Houston, Ime Udoka, he was an assistant there. Yeah,
0: I mean, but they're a good organization. They're a good franchise, and uh, I could. I think that that's probably the right pick.
1: There, uh, it's it's really about, and I'll be curious to see how the NBA really evolves. I think we're getting away from super teams. We kind of already have it. Went to like big twos, like duos for a while. Yeah. And then the Nets said, no, no, we're going to add a third. And then that lasted a year and a half with James Harden, and then that all fell apart. It's going to get harder and harder for teams to even justify the, the super teams. And by super team, I mean having those big threes. Not that you drafted, but that you went out and made moves. Free agencies, trade, whatever that is. It, if you really look back on the history of those teams, how many have had success? The ones that really started it was actually the Boston Celtics in 2008. When they Uh, had Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce. Pierce, They traded for both of them. That was a super team. They got one title out of it. Okay. You consider that a success. The Heat, definitely a super team. That's the more modern super team era. Yeah. They got two titles, great. But after that, who? The Warriors, everybody was drafted, and they won without Durant. I know they won titles with Durant, but they were winning without Durant before and after that. Yeah. So I consider that a separate outlier because you had a team that was drafted. It's got to be – the Nets, it never worked out. The Sixers, it hasn't worked out. The I mean, who else? The, the Clippers, it hasn't worked out for the Clippers. Right. Even though that's really just two. That's not even a big three. You just – It's it's too much of a top-heavy roster, and it's hard for these teams to find enough of that balance to really make things come together.
0: you know what's funny about that is, like, the league... And, I mean, this happens, like, every 10, 15 years when you think about it, though, because super teams always didn't work in the past. I mean, we saw... Charles Barkley towards the end of his career, he went to the Rockets, and I was like, okay, this is going to be the team that maybe could beat the Bulls in the finals, and instead they got knocked out by the Jazz in six games in the Western Conference Finals, and it was Barkley, it was Elijah, on it was Drexler, and I know they were a little bit older, but that was a super team.
1: That John Stockton 3, I'll still remember that today. Oh,
0: dude, remember that? Oh, man. And I'll never forget just, like, watching that game, because it was 11.45pm, I'll never forget this, and I had school the next day, and it was on NBC, (laughs) and uh, that was, I loved the NBA on NBC. Was that Bob Costas the had the call Costas on that, on too? Call what a great too. call. Yeah, and I'll remember, like, because my uh, I was my grandma and grandpa were babysitting me at the time, and they, like, kept checking in, like, oh, is it almost bedtime? It's got to be bedtime, and I was like, no, 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 not till after this game. I think that was, like, one of the first games I stayed up for late.
1: And then it never changed after that, huh?
0: No, no, and now I never go to bed. Right. But then remember when the Lakers tried to build the super team? It was a bunch of guys, again, at the end of their career, but it was Gary Payton, it was Carl Malone's old weird ass. Carl
1: Malone. And they tried
0: to pair themselves with Kobe and with Shaq and they got bounced and didn't they, got they also have Mitch Richmond playoffs. on
1: that team or no Mitch, Mitch Richmond won a t- earlier won a title with them. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. But
0: they got beat they got beat up on by the Pistons. They did. In a huge upset because I mean that was like Ben Wallace. I mean we all know the story, but it won they five got, games at it. Games That's it. And they like could barely crack eighty points. If you go back and you watch those games, they had one, it was like game three or game four on NBA TV the other night. And The Lakers couldn't get anything going offensively. They were scoring like 78, 80 points in those games. So super teams used to not work. It used to be like, I mean, you had your superstar. You really needed two guys, like Jordan and Pippen, obviously. Elijah Wan and Drexler. Um, Duncan and David Robinson, although they had more role players. You know, Sean Elliott was still pretty good. But uh, now, yeah, I agree, man. Like now... It's so tough to build a super team unless you get the right guys. Like, if you have LeBron, because the super teams that we're looking at, it was just the right guys, like, getting superstars to come with them. You know what I mean? Like, it was LeBron Mm -hmm. and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Or it was LeBron and Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. And then it was, yeah, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond, but Kevin Durant. Like, super teams don't always work out. You need, like, the right pieces. And you need, uh, yeah, so, we need guys
1: to be healthy. That, that also, mean, the Clippers would probably like to have I mean, that.
0: That helps, but like we've seen, like Durant and Kyrie try to get something yep. going, or we've done the Kyrie and Luca thing. Not that those are super teams, but it's two superstars. Doesn't always work out. Yeah,
1: you have to have talent to win, but the talent has to fit together. Yeah, you can't just sit here and say you're making a puzzle and put random pieces and sti- Like they have to fit. Right. And they don't and fit get with a lot of these teams. Yeah, they have to get along. Chem- Chemistry is kind of important. Yeah. You know that that's part of it. You weren't and. I mean, James Harden wanting out so fast that that was really the last big super team. We talk about three stars with yeah. the Nets, and it did you know, absolutely nothing. The the Nuggets are an example of a team that's drafted well. Worked, obviously, got some guys in trade and free agency. KCP is a big one there. But Michael Porter Jr., drafted. Nicole Jokic, drafted in the second round during a Taco Bell commercial. Boston, too. Jamal Murray, drafted. Yeah, Boston, Dylan drafted. Brown
0: and Jason Tatum. You're going to see I mean, things switch. You know, Miami did pick up Jimmy Butler through free agency, but everybody else is homegrown.
1: There you Bam. go.